Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? Red 5 standing by. I am Iron Man. I am Loki of Asgard, and I am burdened with glorious purpose. I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman. That. Yes, I'm here to fight for truth and justice in the American way. You either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. If you step out that door, you are an Avenger. That's what we call ourselves, sort of like a team. Earth's mightiest heroes type thing. Superhero landing. So you're gonna do a superhero landing. Wait for it. I could do this all day. What's up guys and welcome to Movie Punditry. This is Mike. And today I just want to take a quick look at something that dropped yesterday and you knew we'd be talking about it. And this is The Mandalorian. Uh, the new show, uh, the lead-off show on Disney+, Plus. Disney+, Plus dropped yesterday. For uh, those of you who got it, uh, I had signed up. I had pre-signed, so I was ready to go, ready to download this app. And uh, as, it, as it happened... I was awake at 6 in the morning. Uh, I had to be somewhere, and uh, I was just waiting for somebody else to get ready, and I was sitting at the table, and I noticed that it was uh, 6.01, so I went onto the Play Store, and the app had been live, and I downloaded it and signed in. Since I had uh, pre-signed up, I had my login credentials. I signed in, and uh, it loaded, and it was gorgeous. It was beautiful, all this stuff there, and I went in to look to... Uh, see this uh, Mandalorian thing and just, I wasn't going to watch it, but I just wanted to kind of check it out. And there was uh, oddly, there was no play button. And I looked at a couple other things and there were no play buttons on them. And then when I went back to the main screen, I got an error message saying it couldn't be loaded. And throughout the morning, I saw a lot of people having this problem. Apparently the, the servers had crashed and burned and a lot of people were getting locked out. Um, but by like nine o'clock it was up, it was running and I was able to watch the show. And uh, so I just want to take some time to talk about it. And this is going to be um, s- this is going to be slightly spoilery. But uh, I think we're going to save the big stuff for the main show when uh, Randell and I talk about this. And you know we're going to be talking about this. But uh, bottom line is I really like this. I thought this was a, uh, a fantastic kickoff to the series. And I really, really enjoyed it. And... Uh, I think it really bodes well for what's coming, not only in Disney Plus, but but for this series and for Star Wars in general. If they're going to have this this level of uh, storytelling, I think we're going to be in pretty good shape. And uh, I really, I'm a big fan of Dave Filoni. Uh, you know, Clone Wars is great. I really love Rebels. I love the way he tells a story and uh, his involvement. And, and the same goes for John Favreau. And and you know, their involvement is the two guys who are who are working on this thing as producers and, and with Dave having directed this, I think it really, really turned out well. And I think that it, it's, it had enough fan service in it, especially kind of in the first 20 minutes or so to really kind of draw people into it, um, who were into the lore and who are big star Wars fans, but it wasn't so much that you couldn't walk into this fairly cold and what was really great about it, what I really loved about it, is it had like all these Western tropes, you know, these kind of uh, kind of the fistful of dollars 
type things going on. You know, when he walks in in that first act, when he walks into that bar and, uh, you know, the door Iris is open and it's just, it's just like right out of a Western. The, uh, you know, the door opens up like a, like a swinging door in a bar and he's standing there silhouetted by the sunlight behind him and everybody in the bar stops and stares at him. Everything stops and he kind of walks in like the gunslinger that he is and uh, takes care of stuff and, and kind of gets in the middle of everything. And it was just, you know, the music, uh, Gordon's score just was really reminiscent of like a Sergio Leone movie. And just all the stuff going on, just the the whole, the way the set was dressed, the way everything looked, it really felt like this kind of uh, space western that I just thought really kind of set well with the tone. And, you know, it harkened back to um, kind of the older stories in, you know, some of the, some of the legends novels and things like that just the way the stories are being told. And, uh, you know, so obviously he gets through this first thing and now we, you know, this first act and, and just kind of demonstrates what a, what a badass he is and what kind of a fighter is. And now we're kind of getting to the main, the main part of this where, uh, he gets, uh, you know, he gets, uh, handed, um, a bounty or he gets handed an assignment, I guess, by uh, grief Carga, played by Carl Weathers, who uh, is kind of the head of this guild of bounty hunters and kind of keeps everything under control. And then he kind of gets sent to the client, a very mysterious character played by the great Werner Herzog and uh, very miss who is himself uh, this combination of civilized and deeply sinister and deeply frightening and, they determine, uh, he, he says that, you know, they have this 50-year-old bounty that they need to get fulfilled, and, and he sends this guy out to go get it. And it's, um, you know, obviously you can tell that there's something going on with this, that this is not just a normal bounty, and there's another character, Dr. Pershing, I think his name is, who is interested in studying whatever it is they're going to pick up, and there's this debate over whether it's the... Uh, the character is, uh, you know, the, the bounty is brought in alive or dead is okay. Uh, they call it the asset, I think. And he goes off in, in search of this thing. And, and Beskar is Mandalorian armor. It's Mandalorian iron, one of the toughest metals in the galaxy. It can uh, withstand blaster fire. It can withstand even a glancing blow from a lightsaber. And it is very integral to the culture and the ethos of the Mandalorians. And I think we're going to, we're going to find that out. Uh, there's a sequence in there where he gets this, this Beskar cast into a new piece of armor. There's also some idea of a flashback into his past where he talks about, uh, the purge and the, the great purge. And there's flashbacks of a child. And, uh, there's a mention of foundlings and that he was a foundling, which is kind of, their word for an orphan in this in this universe, and and so we, we're already starting to see a little a uh, little bit back from uh, from what his backstory is, and I'm sure we're going to see a lot more of it. And then he makes his way to uh, to the planet where uh, this uh, bounty is supposed to be uh, being kept, and he runs into uh, 
an Ugnaught that is played by Nick Nolte, who disturbingly kind of looks a little like Nick Nolte, and more of these Western tropes. He shows up and, uh, you know, there's these creatures. They're called blurgs. They're like, I don't know, kind of a cross between a gooberfish and a bantha, I think. And uh, he finds out he has to learn how to ride one. And uh, this uh, this Ugnaught is, um, you know, tells him that he will help him find the guys that he's looking for because uh, this this place where he lives is supposed to be peaceful. And since these guys are here, the peace has been disturbed. So he's going to help the Mandalorians so that he will take these guys away and peace will come back. And it's an interesting, you know, again, a throwback to kind of an old-style Western. And then we meet the great bounty hunter droid IG-88, who's played by Taika Waititi. And I, not IG-88, IG-11, who's played by Taika Waititi. And I could watch a, an entire TV show with this guy. This droid is so fun watching him battle. He spins around. All his joints have complete range of motion, so he can you know, point his gun one way and then flip it around and point it the other way. He can spin around. He can spin his head. He can spin his legs around. And it's basically no direction where he is not able to get covered. No direction he's not able to shoot. He can turn on a dime and, and spin. And uh, and so there's this interesting play between, you know, you have this, this CG robot, uh, the CG droid, and motion capture, and Pedro Pascal's character in The Mandalorian, and, and who you never see his face, and yet they have this great rapport built up almost instantly. And I got to tell you, man, I'm a fan of Pedro Pascal. I loved him in, obviously, Game of Thrones. I loved him in uh, in Narcos. And what he can do with just a little bit of body language, a tilt of the head, the way he holds his shoulders, the way he puts his stance, is it says so much. I, and uh, it's a it's a bold choice to have him not show his face. Um, Presumably during the entire series, we, we I don't know maybe maybe they will remove his mask at some point. But for for this episode, uh, chapter one, he uh, he kept it on and he was still able to emote. He was still able to communicate so much just by very very subtle gestures. And that, my friends, that is acting. Um, and so at the end of this thing, they get to the uh, he finally finds what he's looking for, and it's a it's a big deal. And we're going to talk about this in the in the spoiler episode, uh, where Randell and I are going to dive pretty deep into this. But um, I just want to kind of give a quick review of it and just a quick overall thing of it. And, and it's I really love this this universe that they built looks really lived in. It looks like it's part of Star Wars. It looks like it really really um, belongs in the universe, especially the kind of the post Return of the Jedi universe. You know, at one point, Grief tries to pay the Mandalorian in Imperial credits, and he's like, you know, I mean, he's not taking him. He's like, hey, man, the, the Empire's not here anymore. Yet this character, the strange client played by Werner Herzog, is clearly an, an Imperial remnant. You know, he's guarded with stormtroopers, you know, loosely assembled stormtroopers, but definitely stormtroopers. And he has imperial insignias, and he carries himself as an imperial. And so you can see that there's you know this imperial remnant that still uh, has some sway in the galaxy. 
even as uh, in this timeline, the New Republic would be kind of gearing itself up and uh, trying to get its feet on the ground. So it's going to be really interesting. Uh, I really highly guarantee, highly recommend that you watch it. Um, get yourself Disney Plus. You can get the free one-week trial. If you're with Verizon, you get a free year. Or just sign up, guys. It's cheap. It's like six ninety nine a month. Um, and it's less if you prepay a year or, or two years or three years. I think if you prepay three years, it's like 180 bucks, and it's like 475 a month. So uh, it's really worth doing if you're a Star Wars fan, get into it. But but also if you're a Marvel fan, like a whole bunch of the MCU stuff, not every movie's on there yet because some of them still have licensing deals with like Netflix and things. But fairly shortly, everything is going to be available on there all the Pixar films, all the Disney animation films, um, all the Disney Renaissance films were on there, and then the classics and the live-action stuff. There's just a ton, a ton of stuff on here. Um, it's going to take forever to kind of just kind of sit through and parse it. So, you know, get the app and watch the show because we're going to be talking a lot about the show over the next couple of weeks. Uh, I think the new one drops on Friday. And uh, we're going to be ready to talk about it because this is uh, this is a big deal. So that's all I'm going to do for today. Uh, the full show is going to show back up in a couple of days with Randell and I, and we're going to dive. We still got some Watchmen to talk about, and we're going to talk about the Mandalorian and looking forward into Star Wars, getting ready for the Rise of Skywalker. Right. So guys, uh, peace out. Hope you enjoyed the show and. Uh, Hope you are enjoying what what we're doing for you here. Um, as always, you know, if you're listening on Apple, leave us a review, leave us a comment uh, on any of your apps that you listen. Leave us a comment and subscribe to our stuff, and we're going to continue to try to bring out stuff for you. And we really, really appreciate your listening to us. All right, so peace out.